Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversation about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a happier and healthier you. Now here's your host, Randy Boyd. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Healing Courageously. On this episode, we're going to talk about I'm back. Just real simple, I'm back. When I started or started talking about doing these podcasts, the one thing that I was told by everybody is that no matter what, be consistent with your podcasting. You want people to be able to count on you having your podcast released same time, same day, every week, or however often you're going to do it. And I worked real hard at doing that. Um, Unfortunately, I think it was September, I don't remember September 13th or 20th, but I, I got the, I got the little virus they call COVID. Stayed home for a week. <laughs> with fevers and then on that Sunday I believe it was uh, 19th or 20th of September my breathing got real labored my oxygen dropped down to 85% and through people I know one of them being a respiratory therapist they had my they had my wife take me to the urgent care right away and then that resulted in me being in the hospital. Fortunately, when I went to the hospital, I did not have to go on a respirator or ventilator. But my oxygen was low, so they put me on six liters of oxygen. I stayed in the the hospital for 12 days. Now, if you haven't had COVID, or if you haven't, maybe you didn't go to the hospital, you were lucky enough not to do that. They put you in a room and you're isolated. I mean, completely isolated. They got a, the door is, has been turned into a canvas door that zips shut all the way around. And then in the middle of the door, about, you know, eye height, they've got a 12 by 12, somewhere 12 by 12, 16 by 16, plastic window that they look into. They only come in your room to take your blood, take your vitals and bring you your food. That's it. So you're completely isolated. Now, And I was on oxygen for 10 of the 12 days or 11 of the 12 days. Isolation is not good for people that have, even in my case, with all the recovery I have done. And I think that's what really saved me. I can imagine people that haven't had um, any kind of work done, but survivors of abuse of any kind being isolated like that is enough to drive somebody batty probably. I was fortunate, cognitively, I couldn't even pray. But I was fortunate enough that I had a a community of people in my life that were praying for me constantly. Um, 
I knew, I knew that I was more than likely going to be okay. Um, you know, when nobody's talking to you, including the doctor, you don't really know for sure what's going on. My wife, uh, she would talk to, to, to our, the nurse every single day and get updates. <clears throat> and it, basically, they had nothing but positive stuff to say. He's just got to get his oxygen levels back up. And we'll be able to send him home. So that was a good thing. It was, I mean, cognitively, I couldn't even, um, I couldn't even, if somebody texts me, I couldn't even respond. It was too, too hard for me to think to respond to a text. I think out of all of it, that the worst, besides, you know, the COVID pneumonia that I had, and right now healing from, uh, healing my lungs from that pneumonia, um, is a cognitive fog that you get. The, they call it COVID brain. Um, thank God I'm, I'm probably over about 90% of that. But I can literally be talking to somebody and just forget what I was going to say. I mean, just like that. So, um, but it's not as bad as it was seven weeks ago. I've been home from the hospital now for, uh, this will be my fifth week. So I'm probably, I would say, 90% better than I was when I came home. I told my wife yesterday, I wonder, I'm beginning to wonder if I'll, if I'll ever, if I'll ever get better. And, and I've talked, thank gosh, I have a lot of people in my life that some people have had it. Some people, you know, one, one of them is a nurse. And she says, you'll get better. It's just going to take time. So I'm an avid cyclist. In 2017, I rode my bike across America for the Courageous Healers Foundation. And then again in 2018. And then I cycle three to four days a week. <clears throat> and I haven't been able to do that. So what I'm doing is very slowly. I've ridden my bike twice. The first time, just one mile. The second time, three miles, where the average ride was at least 30 miles prior to this COVID mess. I, myself, and my family, we, 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 we won't get vaccinated, but we're not anti-vax. If that's what you choose to do, that's great. And, we'll, you know, we'll support you. Same thing with masks. We're not anti-mask, but for us, we've done our own research and we've decided that we're not going to go that route. But I've been through this before. In 2007, I, I was in a coma for two weeks. Due to a surgery gone south, and I went septic. And I can tell you that the key to survival in these situations, first and foremost, is God. You know, I I have God in my life. I have Jesus in my life, and and it's like He has He's He's got a calling on my life and he he's had it on my life since the day i was born and the enemy satan's been trying to kill me since i was 15 literally trying to kill me and he, he can't succeed so and, and, and second to god is the community of people that you live with or not that you live with i'm sorry that you hang out with who who's the community of people that you associate with on a, on a daily 
weekly basis. For me, it's it's been not, nothing but positive people, people that believe in, in God, right? People that have the same goal in mind. I'm, a, I'm an associate pastor. I hang out with you know a lot of people in the church that um, that have the same goal. My wife and I we mentor a lot of people. So community, I believe, and prayer, God, prayer, and community, on both this occasion and then in 2007 when I was in that medically induced coma for two weeks and two hours away from total organ failure, played a key part of my survival. If you, if you don't believe in prayer, I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to say you have to, but for me, I would suggest it. Because for me, it works. I mean, it, it's I've, I've been. It works, and, and not only not only do I know it, but even the doctors and nurses know it. So that's why I've been absent for the last seven weeks. I think it is not doing my podcast every week. So I'm going to work very hard on on. Making sure I do weekly podcasts. Now, the other thing I've been doing since I've been at home is there's a a, a, a program. It's called Ecam Ecam Live. Adrian Salisbury, and they have an Ecam Academy, and, and it's a great, great program. It's it's so comprehensive, and I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a mecha- uh, a, a computer geek at all. I'm not, you know, I, I've got to just kind of figure it out as I go. And so I've been working on it and I've got the basics down, but there's picture in picture. There's, you can do PowerPoints with it. There's, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff you can do with it. It's an absolutely um, phenomenal program to do anything live. So I've been working on that. I'm waiting for one more piece of equipment so I can get my lighting right. And then probably <clears throat> my plan is the next... Monday is to go live on Facebook with that um, with that ecam, and then also I'll, I'll post it to podcast um, as well. So that's my plan. And if, and if you're out there and you're you're struggling like I was to figure out how to do everything, then I highly suggest to go to ecam.com and just check it out. It's a great program, but it, it really helped me. Like I said, I still got, I think there's five, four, five, or six different areas that they that they, they go over with you. And I'm still trying to figure out level two, but it's worth it, you know, and I have them up there forever. So that's what I've been doing. I haven't been sitting around doing nothing. What I'm hoping to do next week, um, and I haven't talked to her yet, but I want to get my wife on with me. Um, I want her to talk about her experience because this time in the hospital, in 2007 when I was in the hospital, she was just diligently by my side every day, even in that, even in that, um, in that coma. She was, she had no doubt that I was going to survive because she knew me. She knew how strong I was, um, physically, emotionally, spiritually. She had no doubt, but this time in the hospital, again, it's 
one of the reasons I probably didn't get sicker than I than I did is because of my cycling, my lung capacity, my lungs are really strong. But my wife struggled this time. She had a lot of questions in her mind, not about me being there, but about about what would happen now. What am I going to do? I can't keep doing this. So I'm hoping to get her on there so you can hear what it's like for a spouse that's supporting her husband or wife, either way, right? This just happens to be my wife, who's extremely supportive. So you can hear it from her side, what she went through. So I'm hoping I haven't talked to her yet about that. And then just before you know, for future um, podcasts, the one thing I'm planning on doing as well is um, we counsel a lot of couples. My wife and I have had our battles. We've been married for 38 years. So we counsel a lot of couples. So I'm hoping uh, we can have a talk to her about this, but um, I'm sure she'll do it. I want to get on some of these podcasts with her and talk about marriage. So we're going to be, you know, my podcast is about addiction, abuse, and marriage. So I want to get her on here to talk about marriage and some of the some of the hardships that that we go through, some of the struggles we go through, and, and how how simple it really is to correct those hardships or, or or issues. When I had the affair in 2004, we started doing counseling. Our counselor said this, you can this marriage will work out if you both want it to work out and you're both willing to do the work. And we were. And it, it wasn't easy, but also at the same time, it wasn't terribly difficult. It was more emotionally painful. So I'm hoping to bring that to light as well. Um, I'm probably also going to start a little more on the abuse situations because it's out of control. I mean, it's just simply out of control. And, and people aren't talking about it, so it, they don't realize how bad it really is. I mean, you take what happened in Virginia where that that boy identified as a girl and went in the girl's restroom dressed like a girl and raped that, that teenage girl. The school covered it up, and then he they, they sent him to another school and did the same thing at that school. So it, it's rampant, okay? And it's just not here in the United States. It's over the entire world. So um, when God called me out of the construction field in 2010, this is what he called me into. And as a survivor, as a person who's experienced a ton of stuff in life um, and my education, I'm more than qualified to be talking and helping people with this stuff. So we're trying to get We're going to try and be as informative as we can as, as this continues to go on. So. I'm back right now. I'm kind of struggling breathing. You might be able to hear my gasp in between, but that's okay. I mean, my, my oxygen uh, saturation has been up between 90 and 96 for the last two weeks. So I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So this got a little more to go. So at any rate, I am back. We're going to continue this on a weekly basis. And uh, Remember this. Nobody tells you they love you today. Randy does. And we'll see you next week. Be blessed, everybody. Thanks for joining me.
This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does.